Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, it's Christian Sager here. Imagine the following sounds ringing, hissing, static, crickets, screeching, sirens, whooshing, roaring, pulsing, ocean waves, buzzing, clicking, or a dial tone. What if you heard one of these sounds all the time? 50 million people in the United States experience this kind of ringing ear to some degree. And of these, 16 million have to seek medical attention. 2 million are so seriously debilitated, they can't function on a normal basis. So why do our ears ring? What is causing it? And Is there any way to prevent it or remedy it? Well, let's start with the cause. Usually, it's loud noises that are the leading cause. At concerts, for instance, or sporting events, or jobs with extreme noise like firefighting, anything louder than a shouting match can damage the hair cells in our inner ears. Basically, anything over 95 decibels. When sound hits these cells, they convert the vibrations into electrical currents that auditory nerves then carry to our brain. These hair cells reside in the inner ear inside the cochlea, which is the size of a pea. Bundles of hair-like extensions called stereocilia, those rest on top of them. Vibrations deflect off the stereocilia, causing them to move according to force and pitch. How they move then triggers the electrochemical current that sends information through the nerves and to our brain. But there are other causes for ringing ear, and it's basically practically everything, but I'll give you the list here. Infection, allergies, higher low blood pressure, diabetes, thyroid problems, TMJ, Lyme disease, Meniere's disease, fibromyalgia, perforated eardrums, circulation problems, and even menopause. All of those things can cause ringing ear. And some medication can cause it too, particularly aspirin and common antibiotics. Some of these medications are autotoxic, meaning that they are harmful to the ear. Another cause could be nerve damage. Sometimes there's tumors of the hearing or balance nerve that can cause this. There's also neurological disorders or head trauma that cause 5 to 10% of tinnitus. For example, a skull fracture or a closed head injury, maybe whiplash or multiple sclerosis. All of these can count as head trauma that could lead to ringing ear. And then finally, we've got good old earwax or really any blockage in your hearing pathways or degeneration of those hair cells I mentioned earlier from aging. So then what is tinnitus? We hear this term thrown around a lot with ringing ear. Tinnitus is the medical term for the perception of sound in one or both ears or in the head when no external sound is present. It is often referred to as ringing in the ears, although some people hear hissing, roaring, whistling, chirping, or clicking. In particular, I hear the dial tone sound, for instance. Tinnitus can be intermittent or constant with single or multiple tones, and its perceived volume can range from subtle to shattering. But if hair cells are repeatedly damaged, they can become permanently turned on, making your brain believe that it's receiving sound vibrations. And your brain perceives sound 
than when no external sound exists. This affects 49% of U.S. soldiers returning from Iraq and Afghanistan, but its origin is still unknown. So there's one theory that damaged hair cells move randomly, sending your brain electrochemical messages when there aren't any actual sounds. Since you can regrow the tips of stereocilia, the ringing is often temporary, but This could occur along our auditory pathways or be a breakdown in our brain's noise filtering system. This muffles the sound of our own neurons firing. So maybe tinnitus is the sound of our own nervous system working. So you're probably wondering, well, how do I prevent this from happening to me? Well, when you're exposed to sound levels of over 85 decibels, you should probably wear earplugs or any other kind of hearing protection. And you should avoid the following things that are just going to make it worse. Stress, lack of sleep, caffeine, and aspirin. Yep. And what are the remedies? There's a bunch that people list. Ginkgo apparently decreases inflammation. 120 milligrams a day in divided doses will help. You could also take B-complex vitamins, magnesium, calcium, or zinc, or, you know, you could just take a multivitamin. There's also cranial sacral therapy and acupuncture that's known to help. Surgery is sometimes a possibility, especially if there's a tumor involved, and hearing aids may actually mask tinnitus. Some people use masking devices to block the sound, and there's a company called Neuromonics that claims to have a treatment with a device that eases symptoms and trains your brain to block the noise. The only problem is it's only $5,000. There's also tinnitus retraining therapy, which uses low-level broadband noises, along with counseling, to get you used to the unwanted sound. And finally... Antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication can sometimes help. Also, biofeedback and hypnosis, or when in doubt, turn to good old exercise. It can improve the circulation to help your tinnitus. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. 